Hey everyone, welcome to the Micmac Podcast. Um, it's me, Matt Macram, uh, your America First Republican candidate for Tennessee's first congressional district in 2022. Got Danny McRae again here today. We've got several topics um, that we're going to be talking about today, mostly dealing with COVID and COVID-related Fauci-ness, such things as, and we are blessed to have Shannon again operating the computers, producing. Uh, a couple of topics we're going to be talking about today. We've got Facebook ban or Facebook lifts the ban on Wuhan lab discussion. Chinese scientist retro engineering COVID evidence. Uh, February February 2020 scientist uh, was discredited whenever he initially released information about the Wuhan lab leak. Fauci restarts gain-of-function test in Wuhan 2014. Um, scientists think thanks Fauci for uh, stabilizing public opinion about the Wuhan lab. And we also have a YouTube uh, of Fauci discussing his uh, views on gain-of-function. Anyway, strap in, get ready. We're going to have some fun. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Hello ladies and gents. Thank you for tuning in to another wonderful episode of the Tri-Cities most riveting and informative show. Live from the hills of the Appalachias, the Mac Podcast, where your conservative libertarian hosts, Daniel McRae and Matt McRum, talk with you about some of today's most important issues and discuss how they affect you, the freedom-loving citizens of Northeastern Tennessee. So, light your cigar, pour a glass of your favorite bourbon, kick up your feet, and get ready to dive right in. This is the Mick Mac Podcast. All right, guys, uh, here we go. Daniel, you have anything to say? Yeah, uh, so we're back, guys. Uh, been a couple weeks. I had to take some time off. Wife had some COVID, so uh, this um, the situation that we're actually talking about today is relevant. Uh, she did actually get the uh, vaccine and still got sick with it. So we no to, way. Yeah, so we had to take a couple weeks off. Well, I thought that. I thought that if you got the vaccine, you don't get sick. Which one did she get, Daniel? I'm curious. I think it was the Pfizer. What? Yeah, she had, she had the She's two confirming. shots. She's confirming. Yeah. Yeah. So, but actually, uh, so moving on. Um, and also too, my 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 mom my grandma did die in the end of March. Right. And my mom almost died. And I was at the bedside with both of them. I don't know if anyone saw the other videos, but I, I had had the vac I had the virus in November, I think. Yeah, it's, yeah. This or no, it was, it was the week of Christmas. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. it's it yeah. the week of Merry Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I recovered. I, I was pretty sick, but then I went into their rooms in March, and I had no PPE or right. mask or anything. And guess what, guys? I didn't get sick again. Right, right. That's natural immunity. Do you immunity. have, like, anti antibodies or something? I would imagine. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. that's I like mean, with every other virus, yeah. you would imagine. Yeah. And, you know, again, someone who got the the vaccine, then she, right. you know, so she had symptoms. You had symptoms, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. so she had symptoms. Of course, every other virus, I don't know if every other virus is engineered, as this one is alleged. Well, we don't know about that, right? We don't, yeah. not um, at all. So, we'll anyway, so we're going to jump in today. The first article we have is... Uh, <laughs> Very important is Facebook lifts the ban. Also, YouTube also did. Yeah. Um, they're not suspending anyone for talking about lab creation of COVID. So, um, Shannon, if you want to read to people, mm. we'll, uh, we'll get this sure. article okay. up here. 
So recently, um, some of you may know, Facebook did lift its ban on Wuhan lab leak posts amid renewed debate over lab leak theory. So Facebook will no longer remove posts referencing the origin theory that COVID escaped from a laboratory in Wuhan, China, a company spokesperson told Politico Wednesday. This step marks a policy reversal from February when Facebook announced it would root out what it called false and misleading health claims including those suggesting that COVID-19 is a man-made is man-made or manufactured. The tech company maintained a list of debunked quote unquote uh, assertions during the pandemic in consultation with global health advisors and obviously in um, also consultation with Dr. Fauci as we found from uh, his FOIA um, published uh, emails, emails yeah. in the past few days. So, so, so for people, people who don't, aren't familiar with that, um, I forgot who it was, did a release of information request. Um, it was a, a New York Times. New York Times mm. writer. Um, and that, that request ended up releasing email transcripts between Fauci in January, January of 2020, uh, from scientists on his team at the CDC NIH uh, collab uh, that were saying that the virus appeared to be it was it was very very intense words whatever the words was I forgot exactly but it was manufactured saying, yeah it was like it, it made it sound it was very obvious that they they associated it with being man-made yeah. so uh, and then you know Fauci proceeded to do what he did yeah. anyway so one thing about this article though and I want you to realize how much Facebook and YouTube has um, just they control the news in a because sense. because more people are getting their news right. from from the internet right and YouTube than yeah so so they actually you know they're just controlling the information it's kind of like know. the CCP which I there was an article or there was a an ad that came up there about Tiananmen Square people in China don't actually know what happened in Tiananmen Square so I just want to as a side point uh, the people in Tiananmen Square were open fired on with fully automatic weapons and tanks right all people remember 32 years ago is that there's a tank stopped by a person right with the carrying his groceries mm. what actually happened is those tanks proceeded to chase people down and run them over and shoot them with machine guns people in china don't even for the most young people there's a a, a news news uh show sound mm -hmm. of hope mm -hmm. That I've, I've talked about before right, right. they speak about this they were saying that young people have no even idea of any of that they just yeah. remember that yeah. image of that person they're like they seemed like a very peaceful thing the people were protesting were peaceful right. but there was a guy that was interviewed yesterday by by the sound of hope and he lost both of his legs when a tank ran over him mm. okay so they opened fire there's no count of how many dead people there were yeah and yeah, they so the chinese Com communist party has covered that up the people in china yeah. don't know that right. so yeah it's like that information is clamped down upon right and that well which which bring me bring me to the next point, man. If everybody's getting their news from these sources, they need to be public utilities. Yeah, you know exactly. what I'm saying. Well, exactly. and you wonder, you know, you think about like the the point you just made, Matt, about how uh, people in China have no idea, like that horrific uh, thing that happened at Tiananmen Square. It's like mm -hmm. what what don't we know here? And if they are if tech companies are controlling um, the stream of information here in the United States, what will we not know yeah yeah what, exactly what, what are they keeping look, from luckily them, so. for right now for right now the you know there's so many different avenues of information right now because you know some of the like text messaging and stuff like that right, is right. still uh you know those are utilities but yeah i mean 
the if you want to look you know 10 years in the future if we don't clamp down on this these communist things china is exactly where it's going to be exactly you know and like yeah. that, that that girl i was saying that i met that uh she's from china she said that 80 percent of chinese people don't know about the organ harvesting not because they're ignorant because the chinese government the information is yeah. not available yeah exactly right. and they they're just they just right. believe well, they don't believe the government but they just don't know right right, right. So, so anyway okay so back to this okay so um so so this is this is to do with people like uh you know crowder he was i think he got a a, a strike for talking about Stephen Crowder. yeah Stephen mm -hmm. Crowder. so he got a strike for talking about the wuhan theory trump if everyone remembers in 2020 he said he called started calling the chinese wuhan virus right because right. as the president of the united states and also secretary mike pompeo um those people have access to information that we don't right exactly, so yeah. they wouldn't just willy-nilly just say hey we're gonna we think this came yeah. from this lab and also it's, i mean it's it's the same issue with like uh the zinc and hydroxychloroquine donald trump's not a doctor he didn't prescribe it to himself Right. Okay, he got prescribed that from someone who was a doctor, right. and also for anyone who doesn't realize this, hydroxychloroquine just got an emergency use act for a preventative for hydrox or for COVID. Well, even further back, I mean, it was being you know long before he was diagnosed with COVID, uh, there well, were doctors who were yeah, because evidence uh, I, recommending it, yeah, in, in at the beginning of the pandemic. Mm. So whenever if someone goes back to the video I made while I was in the hospital, um. I have peer-reviewed scholarly articles that are reviewed by experts that are talking about hydroxychloroquine and chloroquine's use is 90-something percent effective at preventing yeah, the, uh, the preventing and it not that it doesn't prevent the infection completely. What it does is it stops the virus from replicating, replicating once it's yeah. in your body. Right. So that's that's the that's why you get symptoms. Your body's reacting a systemic inflammatory response, which is funny that I read an article. Um, was saying that the whenever you get the the vaccine it doesn't cause systemic um effects because people were having all these autoimmune disorders mm -hmm. um which is funny because you're you people who get the second shot frequently have a systemic response right if you got stung by a bee and you're allergic you're gonna have a systemic response mm -hmm. so that's similar to what what they're doing it's right. like they already have antibodies to it they're right. Uh, inflammatory tend to be yeah. like inflammatory it's not localized in, yeah anywhere yeah. from you know like mild to like full systemic shutdown exactly and multi-system function mm -hmm. uh, and and if people shutdown. go back to the video that i made about explaining how the vaccine works that we were I, at least i was unaware right. of that it's causing your own body to produce the protein that it wants your body to make an immunity to mm -hmm. that's ridiculous that is Scary. is ridiculous yeah. yeah so anyway um what's the next article we have the next article is uh the chinese scientist retro engineering okay okay uh you want me to read that or you go ahead <coughs> Shannon? yeah let's see uh covid19 has no credible natural ancestor um and was created by chinese scientists who then tried to cover their tracks with retro engineering to make it seem like it naturally arose from bats um, explosive new study claims. So there's a 22-page um, paper authored by British professor Angus Dalgleish and Norwegian scientist Dr. Berger Sorensen um, submitted for publication in the Quarterly Review of Biophysics Discovery. Um, yeah. It says uh, the study showed three evidence 
there's or showed that there's evidence to suggest Chinese scientists created the virus while working on gain of function project in Wuhan. So for people who don't know, gain of function studies are studies where they're taking viruses that are known and then trying to create super viruses. Yeah, make, um, yeah, makes them make more them virulent, gain of function, yeah, trying more, to gain more their pathogenic. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. Um, so for anyone who's familiar with what's been going on. Uh, you know, Trump in 2020 had suggested again that they came from a Wuhan virus lab where they do gain of function studies. And um, that was quickly discredited by the media as well as Dr. Fauci. Um, lo and behold, again, we have evidence that Fauci was told this in January of last year, which he continued to discount. But so anyway, this evidence, it says uh, <clears throat> uh, the researcher. So uh, that's just a summary. Yeah. So uh, it says the researchers concluded that the COVID-19 has no credible and natural ancestor, also believes scientists reverse-engineered versions of the virus to cover up their tracks. So an explosive new study claims that uh, Chinese scientists created COVID-19 in a Wuhan lab, then tried to cover their tracks by reverse-engineering versions of the virus to make it look like it evolved naturally from bats. So, so what that means is they took COVID after they had created it, and then they used gain-of-function again to create variants that were less man-made looking to then say that hey this looks like an intermediate between a, a bat and a human coronavirus that's right. exactly what they're saying here. and they're saying they have absolute <clears throat> proof you know that they spent a year retro engineering this thing and um, trying to cover their tracks yeah. and this guy's no small potatoes it says he's a professor of oncology at st george's university in london and is best known for his breakthrough in creating the first working hiv vaccine to treat diagnosed patients and allowing them to go off medication for months so um yeah so it says uh Sorensen's virologist uh, he's a chair of a pharmaceutical, pharmaceutical company immunor uh which developed the coronavirus vaccine called biovac 19 blah 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 Douglas also uh, has share in options in the firm. So the shocking allegations in the study include accusations of deliberate destruction, concealment, or containment of data at Chinese labs. And it notes uh, the silencing and disappearance of scientists in a communist country who spoke out. Yeah, and so there were multiple, multiple the, cases of that. The first uh, one was the ophthalmologist. I don't know if anyone's familiar with it. He died. Um, he was a Chinese ophthalmologist who was calling China, the Chinese government out. I don't know if he, I mean, he died from COVID supposedly, but, mm -hmm. um, 30, he, he was like 30, yeah, 30 upper something. 30s. Yeah. Young yeah. Guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. but you know, there were all these people were dis discredited, especially, um, you know, we talked about it before the show is, uh, that lady, I, for, I forgot her name, but she was someone who worked with Dr. Fauci in gain of function study right. tests. Right. Yeah. Uh, she'd been a scientist for 20 something years. She was publishing a book and then people, you know, of course, they destroyed her in the media saying that she was lying. Um, so, anyway, what else does this article, does it have any more? Um, this is from the Daily Mail. Well, you know, um, I think it later this on. This is at the Wuhan. Is that is that a picture at the Wuhan virus oh, lab? Oh, yeah, that's, go back what, up. That, that's the lady they call the, yeah, the go back bat up. lady. Yeah, so oh. that's at the Wuhan lab, right? Yes. So that's how you prevent COVID. <laughs> that's how you prevent COVID spread right there. Yeah, really. In your bubble suits. You don't do it with, like, a, a cloth uh, face covering? Uh, no, <laughs> apparently not. Really? I, I don't know, maybe... Nope, it doesn't look like it. Well, I mean, according <laughs> to Fauci, the face coverings don't work. Yeah. I mean, that was just in his emails. Yeah, at least really, first, so. you know, he was told us that masks don't work, and then yeah, now and we then need three do, masks. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> so, while analyzing the COVID-19 samples last year in an attempt to create a vaccine, Douglas and Sorensen discovered unique fingerprints in the virus that they say could only have ari arisen from 
manipulation in a laboratory. Now, um, is this the same um, well, guy? Yeah, it, uh, what, what he was talking about, I think what they found was uh, they actually found four amino acids Let's that were positively charged. And that just doesn't happen in nature. Yeah, go further down here. Um, so uh, that goes into uh, the paper. Well, we go into the paper, and here we go. So they're saying beyond a reasonable doubt that the virus yeah, was so created through uh, laboratory yeah, manipulation. Yeah, that's what it is, guys. You got you got a uh, so a, scroll amino acid. scroll back up a little bit. There's a picture of the amino acid. Scroll back up just a little bit, sure. right there. So they've identified these strands um, that are you know we're not scientists but right. these are identified as man man introduced yeah they're saying like this they don't this, happen naturally it's never happened in nature there's no it link doesn't happen in nature it only happens in a manipulation. okay so, so it says situation yeah go scroll back down a little bit so, it says a second you no know, um it says uh the study or the study found a row of four Amino acids right. found on the SARS-CoV-2 spike right. have a positive charge that right. clings to human cells like a magnet, making right. the virus extremely infectious. And they said that this does not happen at all in, right. in, nature. in nature. Yeah, you right. know what's interesting, uh, because I hadn't read that part before, but have you all seen the um, TikTok video, vi like viral videos I mean, uh, I, that show <laughs> the, the, mag the magnets? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so now Daglish and Sorensen have authored a new study which concludes, yep, that the has no credible natural ancestor that is beyond reasonable doubt that the virus was created through laboratory manipulation. And so there's a 22-page uh, paper. Uh, so they basically made a virus that's the most infectious virus basically known to human. If this was Ebola that was that had been gain of functions oh, like man. this, we would all be dead. Yeah. And he's, you know, so he is in this paper alleging that beyond a shadow of a doubt the it was it was it's created in the wuhan lab yeah. and that they took steps to cover their tracks so scroll down a so. little bit further it says um yeah so it's talking about the four positive um it says but because like magnets the positive charged amino acids repel each other it is rare to find even a row of three naturally occurring organisms with four in a row that is extremely unlikely the scientist says because so basically what he's saying is whenever they're naturally evolving um opposites those, attract yeah opposites attract right. so these amino acids would per, they would uh they repel would be each, other. each other yeah so they wouldn't be formed naturally unless right. you force them to right. do it um so, so the laws of physics mean you cannot have four positively charged amino acids in a row so that's a that's a nail in the coffin right there yeah. um so it says a natural virus pandemic would be expected to mutate gradually and become more infectious but less pathogenic, which is what many expected with the COVID-19 pandemic, but what does not appear to be what, what happened in this case. Mm -hmm. um, so anyway, so the next article we've got here. Well, or, yeah, the next thing we're going to show you is an exchange between Rand Paul and Dr. Fauci. And the funny part is, you know, so you've got that the article right before us actually showing you that it, it was, you know, it's got parts of it that have to be man-made. These these amino acid uh, profiles do not occur naturally in nature. But right here in this video that we're getting ready to watch, apparently they were not doing gain-of-function studies. Yeah, that's what, that's what Fauci, Fauci said, right? So, so here we go. Yeah, so he's testifying. Uh, yeah, this is, this is in Congress. Um, this was uh, back May in the of May. Yeah, so. Dr. Fauci, do you still support funding of the NIH funding of the lab in Wuhan? 
Senator Paul, with all due respect, you are entire, entirely and completely incorrect that the NIH has not ever and does not now fund gain-of-function research in the Wuhan Institute Do they fund of Dr. Barrick? We do not fund Do you fund gain Dr. Barrick's gain-of-function research? D Dr. Barrett does not doing gain-of-function research, and if it is, it's according to the guidelines, and it is being conducted in North Carolina. Not you don't think inserting a bat virus spike protein that he got from the Wuhan Institute into the SARS virus is gain of function? That you is would not be in the minority because at least 200 scientists have signed a statement from the Cambridge Working yeah. Group saying that it is gain of function. Well, it is not. And if you look at the grant <laughs> and you look at the uh, progress reports, it is not gain of function, despite the fact that people tweet that. So they do you still support it? sending money to the Wuhan Virology Institute? We do not send money now to the to Wuhan now. Virology Institute. Now, no, no, now, now is in today? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Support sending money. We did, under your tutelage, we were sending it through EcoHealth. It was a sub-agency right. and a sub-grant. Do you support the, if the you money from Fauci's NIH? Body language too, he, he, it looks like he's forcing himself not to blink because, as we all know, the more that you blink, it's a telltale sign of lying. Yeah. Um, so plus, his body is very, very still. Yeah. His body's very still. Well, he's still, 80, so, so he doesn't probably move around very quick. Anyway. No, that's true. Blink, blink rate is... Uh, decreases yeah. with age. ...was going to the Wuhan Institute. Let me explain to you why that was done. The SARS-CoV-1 originated in bats in China. It would have been irresponsible of us if we did not investigate the bat viruses and the serology to see who might have been or, infected in China. Or perhaps it would be irresponsible China. to send it to the Chinese government that we may not be able to trust with this uh, knowledge and with this uh, incredibly dangerous viruses. Government scientists like yourself who favor gain-of-function research I don't favor gain-of-function research in China. You are saying things that are not correct. Government. So we, we actually found, I don't think we have it still. Or, yeah, we do. Um, pull up the European article there. Um, yep, that's it. So this is actually an article talking about the, the, the different labs across the world that are founded by, or that are funded by the... Uh, what is this agency? By the European Union, it's um, yeah. a European uh, virus archive. Um, so this is uh, their over overall objective is to create, mobilize, and, and, and create and mobilize an international network of high-caliber centers around a strong European group of institutes selected for their appropriate expertise is to collect, amplify, amplify characterize, amplify. standardize, authenticate, distribute, and track mammalian and other exotic viruses. Right. Amplify, like that's the and one. So Wuhan, <laughs> yeah. the Wuhan Institute was one of the 25 yeah, uh, scroll, institutions. Scroll down and show them their, that. Their overall budget is 12 billion euros a year. So it's a, a little bit more than 12 billion dollars a year. Um, yeah, if you want to scroll down, we so, can show people. Um, Go down. We'll find the Wuhan think, on there. Uh, how much did they give? Was it says, uh, this project will generate the largest collection of mammalian viruses in the world and move beyond the current state-of-the-art to provide an increasingly valuable resource and service to the world's scientific community, including government, health departments, higher education institutes, industry, and through information systems, the general public. So the, the, the problem is... They're amplifying. Um, but there's no point in amplifying if you're just trying yeah. to catalog. Well, what about biological warfare? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and, and just like uh, simple escapes. Well, you scroll <laughs> the down simple and see laboratory escapes. You know? 
Yeah. Um, so, I think it's got, it yeah, tells you so how much it was. Yeah, the, so yeah, there are 25 institutes, and we'll move down here, and we'll Wuhan, see. Wuhan, right there. Wuhan's one 130, 130 million euros a year, that, which doesn't seem that much. It's okay, because we fund them also, <laughs> separately from the European mm -hmm. Union. But we just wanted to point that out, because we know that that, that agency is one of 25 nationwide, or I mean, worldwide agencies that funds yeah. funds gain of function, or gain of function anyway. So, um, next article we have is... Um, well, this was just kind of interesting. <laughs> um, are we here? Yeah. That, that's fine. That's all right. We can so, talk about this. Just so you know, is, okay, so you got biostatisticians calculated odds of coronavirus evolving naturally to be one in 13 billion, top uh, ex-pandemic investigator says. Just to let you know that the odds of you actually winning the lottery is one in 292 million. So imagine. So I mean, that's, be that's because... Again, back, you know, whenever we were talking about the first article, whenever you have these these variances in the viral RNA, mm -hmm. they don't naturally occur. Right. They can't naturally occur. Again, it's two magnets that are pushing pushing against each other in in the in the the makeup in the amino of the virus. acid profile. Yeah. Yes. So it just doesn't it just doesn't happen, mm -hmm. and that's what people have been saying, you know, since the beginning of last year. Right. But they've all been discounted. Um, but yeah, this guy is just <laughs> statistically one in 13 billion that it, that could ever happen. Um, so anyway, what's the next article we have here is, um, so one it's, oh, Fauci restore, restores the gain of function test in Wuhan. Um, so not that one, the next one. Yeah, there you go. Oh, that's it. Okay. But Okay, so Fauci reportedly relaunched NIH gain of function research without consulting the White House. This is an article from... No, well, sc scroll back up. Yeah, a columnist for Wapo what day? What? On, it was end of April, so it's okay. pretty recent. Of this year. And uh, he went on the Joe Rogan show um, to discuss this. Okay, so it says Washington Post columnist, com that columnist uh, Josh Rogan, who has done invaluable research in calling attention to possibility that COVID nineteen originated in the Wuhan lab, broke some news during his appearance on the Joe Rogan Experience. Um, let's go back up on Tuesday after laying out his circumstantial evidence that COVID originated in the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Rogan explained why Dr. Fauci, like many other world virologists research has vested a, a professional interest in downplaying the likelihood that so-called gain of function research of the kind performed in, at the Wuhan lab, not only failed to prevent the ongoing global pandemic, but actually may have played a hand in unleashing it. The godfather of gain-of-function virology research, the head of the pyramid, is a guy you may have heard of, Anthony Fauci, Rogan said. No, Rogan, right? Rogan. That's very Rogan. Rogan. Okay. <coughs> so Anthony Fauci, the hero of the pandemic, is the most important person in the world of gain-of-function research there is. Basically, he is the one distributing all the grants for this. He is the one who pushed to turn it back on after turn it back on after Obama turned it off. There's another crazy story. He turned he turned it back on without really consulting the White House. He consulted the Office of Science and Tech, Technology Policy, which is which is part of the White House. Uh, but the White House put a pause on it, and he undid the pause. Rogan or continued. The details are a little sketchy. I'm not saying that he did anything necessarily wrong or illegal, but I'm saying that a lot of 
people that I know inside the Trump administration had no idea that he had turned it back on. He found a way to turn it back on in in the mess of the Trump administration because the Trump administration is full of a bunch of clowns. <laughs> <laughs> so you could get things done if you knew how to how to work the system. Hmm. Um, well, in other words, he did it by manipulation. Yeah. Well, he uh, well, well, and it's not necessarily because the administration is full of clowns. If you were doing it without um, without telling them. Right. Yeah, without and insulting the White House. And there's lots yeah. of people in in the government bureaucracy that were trying to trip Trump up. Yeah. You yeah. know? <laughs> I mean, they're just trying to do anything that they could to, to stall things. Yeah, or, it was just done without consulting yeah. uh, the administration. Um, so scroll down. And it actually talks. Okay, so the Obama administration suspended gain-of-function research in 2014 after a series of lab accidents involving pathogens at the CDC headquarters in Georgia. Um, blah, 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 blah. It's talking about... Um, Accidentally releasing the virus with pandemic potential, such oh, as really? engineered, that sounds familiar. <laughs> such as engineered H5N1 influenza virus that easily spreads between ferrets. <laughs> we're breathing the same air. Um, that was in, in what was that? It doesn't say. 2012. But, yeah, 2012. Um, mishandling of pathogens. Um, so anyway, Dr. Fauci apparently. Let's see here. He funneled. It says that he funneled NIH money to the. Wuhan Institute of Virology in 2015, less than a year after the moratorium was put in place. If Fauci indeed used bureau bureaucratic maneuvering to resume game-of-function research on U.S. soil, as Rogan alleges, he has some explaining to do, even if the domestic research isn't to blame for the current pandemic. Wait a minute. Didn't Fauci say when he was um, testifying before Congress that game-of-function was happening in, in North, North Carolina? Carolina yeah. So... But, yeah, so... that Yeah, that's also kind of... Count, count, contradictory to this well, yeah gain of function research on U u.s soil he has some explaining to do well but so the eco so he's saying that the nih never founded it but it said um that the the or organization right. that well, they sent it to is eco health alliance right a, a u.s research nonprofit that then secured its grant then to funnel funneled it to the wuhan institute of virology mm -hmm. so no matter what there's an issue here like either someone needs to pay attention to the u.s dollars or whatever but at the end of the day, this this did happen. So we had this um, researcher type. Okay, this guy. Dan, um, you want to take this one? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, researcher tied to Wuhan lab. Thank Fauci for dismissing lab leak theory. And so this is kind of a, a precursor to another article we're going to do. But just pay attention to this guy, this Peter Daszak. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, Peter Daszak, a zoologist whose nonprofit steered U.S. funding to the Wuhan Institute of Virology, thanked Anthony Fauci for pushing back on the theory that the coronavirus leaked from a lab in April 2020. Email published as part of a FOIA request by BuzzFeed. So I guess the BuzzFeed did that. Daszak's uh, organization, the Eco Health Alliance, funneled 3.4 million in grants from the National Institutes of Health to the WIV to study bat coronaviruses between 2014 mm -hmm. and 2019. While politicians and scientists in the U.S. have suggested that the novel coronavirus initially leaked from the WIV before spreading across the globe, Dazak has vehemently denied the allegation. Um, can I just throw in there? Sure. So, uh, study of bat coronaviruses between 2014 and 2019, there's just something that always kind of gets me, is, and, and we covered this on our uh, last podcast, that in 2017, Dr. Fauci gave a speech before a Georgetown University um, audience where he clearly stated that the Trump administration would 
face a surprise. The next administration. Outbreak, yeah. Well, yeah, right. Would face a surprise uh, outbreak. Yeah, of, pandemic. Yeah. yeah, that was in our last one. Yeah. And anyway, that just mm-hmm. always kind of. Yeah. Just, yeah, he it knew it. He knew it was it coming. May, hey, well, it's easy. It's easy to predict stuff so, if, if you're if a perpetrator. And, and and then funding like this doesn't just go unnoticed, especially whenever the NIH or the CDC or whatever is the uh, government agency is funding it. Three point four million dollars. I mean, yeah. Well, and you're you're specifically funding coronavirus. Um, well, technically, they're funding the Eco Alliance, and then they're funneling it. Yeah. Funding bat a study of bat coronaviruses, and during that time frame, you have you know the head of the NIH stating that there will be a surprise outbreak in the coming administration, surprise. and that we've just been through mm. over a year of lockdowns due to a coronavirus it- outbreak. And then he denied it the whole time. It's spread, you know, out of bat soup. And we, I mean, until someone finds out, until someone released the emails, then he starts to change his story. He's like, ah, I'm not convinced that it was bat to bat or whatever. I mean, that's what he says. So, yeah. um, anyway, so this person, you know, the whole thing is these people were thanking Tr- or Fauci yeah, for so for denying and for telling, publicly yeah. standing up and stating that the scientific evidence supports a natural origin for COVID nineteen from a bat to human spillover, not a lab release from and the, Wuhan. And so, the CCP also has verbalized their thanks to Fauci uh, for this also, and you know right. Fauci eats it up. So fast forward to <laughs> today. Uh, scientists who signed influential statement condemning lab leak conspiracy theory last year now calls for thorough investigation into COVID-19 origins. So somebody take it away. One of the leading voices in the scientific community who was among the first to come out strongly against the coronavirus lab leak hypothesis calling into conspiracy theory now says a thorough investigation into the origin of COVID-19 is needed. Dr. Peter Police, um, a professor of microbiology at the Icon School of uh, Medicine in Mount Sinai, New York, was one of the 27 prominent public health scientists who signed a February 19, 2020 statement denouncing conspiracy theories suggesting that COVID-19 does not have a natural origin. The statement was published in The Lancet, a highly respected medical journal. It was organized by EcoHealth Alliance, President is, Peter Dutz, like the guy the we same, just talked about. The same company that was funneled the money, that also that then funneled the money to the Wuhan lab. Sorry. Well, right. I just we'll throw in there too the mm-hmm. lancet the highly respected medical journal the lancet also quietly retracted their study on hcq last year um of course they did b- b- right it was a flawed study yeah. and anyway. well the people that vo- i mean we've also talked to you before the show the people who s- that get these grants from these committees that are government organized they vote amongst themselves who's on the board <laughs> Right. Anyway, so yeah. so go ahead. So it was organized by EcoHealth Alliance President Peter Dazak, who drafted the statement to condemn the lab leak hypothesis and recruited several of the scientists who signed it. So he went around asking a bunch of these guys to sign this letter. So EcoHealth Alliance receives millions of dollars in research grants from the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, which who Fauci, uh, that's a part of the NIH, which he controls. Under Director Anthony Fauci's leadership between 2014 and 2019, Dazak's nonprofit funneled $600,000 of these grants to the Wuhan Institute of Virology, the lab at the center of the lab leak hypothesis to study bat coronaviruses. Dasek's Lancet statement proclaimed that the individuals questioning the supposed natural origin of COVID-19 were creating fear, rumors, and prejudice. 
This became the dominant media narrative throughout 2020, and the big tech social media companies took action to deplatform all dissenting opinions, labeling claims that contradicted the science as misinformation, a bombshell Vanity Fair expose on the investigation. Vanity Fair. Excuse me, Vanity Fair expose. Uh, on the investigation of the origins of COVID-19 noted that the Lancet statement effectively ended the debate over COVID-19's origins before it began. Because yeah. because people would be deplatformed if they said right. anything about it because they were like, oh, it's fake news. See, so yeah. Why, yeah. why do you guys think that uh, Facebook has lifted the ban on the information? Well, that, Facebook and YouTube. Well, it kind of makes me wonder, uh, you know, how, how do they benefit? You know, by what is the reason? Right. Why is that okay now? Well, I mean, obviously, there's been you know, Fauci's been exposed now, uh, his emails. So you think since the the emails, since the FOIA released emails came out, what can they do? Yeah, what second? can they do other yeah. than say, well, I guess maybe. My bad. Yeah, well, they're they're trying <laughs> Will to. Will they reinstate they, tens of thousands of accounts? <laughs> well, you know? no, they sure won't. But um, what's what you know we talked about before the show is that there's so many other important issues going on that. They're like, okay, well, maybe we'll lose this one. What can they really do about this? What can we really say um, to to hold these people responsible for lying to to the America to America and the world? No. And Daniel, what were you what were you talking about earlier? Well, I mean, you know, like I'm saying, you know, a lot of times, uh, you know, the 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 news, you know, I just think it's like a just a diversion. One of the things that's that's uh, going on is, uh, you know, you got a guy named David Chipman, not to uh, get off topic here but uh, it's it's uh, his name is Chipman I, I do believe and he is um, Biden's ATF appointee and he is actually wanting to um, I guess uh, make illegal anything um, the size of 22 caliber and up that has is fed by a magazine which is pretty yeah, much every I think, gun well, I think what he said specifically is he was giving the definition that is currently used by that is in current federal right. ver verbiage that describes what an assault rifle right. is. So, so it's a description of assault yeah. rifle, which if they ban assault rifles, then it would apply to all to yeah, all to rifles all, that to have, all cartridges yeah, that yeah that are larger. Well, than Well, I mean, you know, that that are magazine fed, so that's handguns Magaz too. Magazine fed that has a that has a cartridge larger than a twenty two, which would yeah any handgun that doesn't use a twenty two. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I mean, you so. Know, but, a lot of uh, yeah, a lot of things could happen, you know, right, under and, under a look over there scenario. Right. Yeah. Um, but if everyone's focused on this, they're like, oh, we lie, we got lied to about COVID, 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 COVID. Yeah. Yes. At the same time, they're trying to pass legislation. Yeah. That, or that, or get somebody in office that will actually bypass legislation. Yeah, take the heat be head of the ATF to actually, you know, cause you know as well as as I do the way it's that laws get made. Yeah. yeah. The way the laws get made is they actually have all these committees do all the laws and you know make them up and down. Or they, they make an agency that right. the agency that um, yeah. the I forgot his name the senator from Utah he was talking about this is that you know initially the the Congress had created like the um, the Bureau of Mitt Romney. Uh, not Mitt Romney. No, <laughs> that guy. That guy Romney. has nothing good to say. Um, yeah. The other one, um, but it was that they created these these agencies to create policy right. without actually legislating it right. because then what they're supposed to do is create a, a law after a year that institutes the whatever policies if as long as they work right. but what's happened is we just keep creating agencies, agencies yeah that, and they uh, create the policy yeah and yeah. it's not law though the policies they create yeah. aren't law unless they're passed into law right but 
Yeah, so it's it's all so it's, it's kind of yeah, like I mean, kind of like subverting legislation, but it's an interesting theory. Right? Um, yeah, but that's that's a, that's, a, that's it's going theory, to yeah. it's going to distract any no matter what. Right. So no matter what. But the main thing is, you know, uh, that's that's just total speculation, guys. But yeah, actually, back to the article, um, and back to COVID and Fauci. He said, but now there's renewed interest in the lab leak hypothesis, as scientists have been unable to find evidence conclusively proving that the SARS-CoV. Uh, two virus occurred uh, naturally, but we actually just read an article before, guys, that uh, proved that regarding the amino acid profile. And so it says, uh, or where it starts at, I believe, if you want. Yeah. Many of the people who last year attempted to stamp out the discussion of this conspiracy theory are now reconsidering their opinions, including top White House health advisor Fauci. So, uh, you know... Says I, I believe a thorough investigation about the origin of COVID nineteen vaccine or viruses is needed. This is the same guy who a year ago said that that's totally baseless right. and we shouldn't we shouldn't even well investigate. And, right, and last year in I believe it was October, the uh, Biden administration shut down an investigation into this stuff and. Um, Right. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, 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 it it starts to go in and down here. It says, Ferrer is one of the scientists uh, that was in communication with Dr. Fauci in the early days of the coronavirus pandemic. Um, Emails belonging to Fauci that were made public through a request or through a records request by BuzzFeed News and the Washington Post. I'm probably on accident um, (laughs) that on February 1st, 2020, Ferrer organized a conference call that Fauci participated in discussing the origins of the coronavirus. Notes on the content of the call sent in sent in further emails were redacted, but when or but what is evident from Fauci's emails and by the public behavior of those involved is that since the call was was an organized messaging campaign to discredit the lab the lab leak mm. hypothesis, and that included Facebook. There were the, you know in the uh, FOIA uh, thousands of page emails. Um, that's one of them I looked at was uh, correspondence between Fauci between Fauci and Mark Zuckerberg. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he said he would do anything, anything so. he could to to yeah. to restrict. Yeah, and they did f- First Amendment rights. And they did. Yeah. and yeah. he yeah he and then all those those emails were redacted because of trade secret uh, agreements. So those emails between Fa- a lot of them between Fauci and uh, Zuckerberg are unavailable because they have trade trade secret because they're claiming trade secret right. um protection right so that's complete i would imagine that's complete bs right. that's my opinion yeah so to <coughs> um, finish it out the fact that uh, police farrar fauci and others now acknowledge that the lab leak hypothesis shouldn't be ruled out even if it is unlikely which i did <laughs> demands the question why did they work so hard right. to condemn it as a conspiracy theory why didn't they push back against censorship by social media companies? Who will be held accountable for harms done if the lab leak hypothesis proves true? You see, one, one big thing in the medical field everybody's had to, to study is ethics, okay? You know, here's, here's, here's the thing. Not to say that gain-of-function studies are ethical by any means, because I just don't think they are. But the thing about it is, is to have this situation to where, you know, this guy who's actually leading the uh, nation um, in, in during this pandemic, you know, Dr. Fauci, the guy we actually are looking to is he may be looks like he's not telling the truth, you know, yeah, well, it, you know, and the thing he screwed up. So. Yeah, I mean, 
Well, I mean, there, just the emails show there was a totally different story. He knew, uh, he knew of this. And it's kind of exonerates Trump and Pompeo whenever they're saying, hey, it kind of looks like it was, uh, came from a Wuhan lab that was gaining function. Sorry, guys, that is my dog. Uh, she's whining in the background. She's, a, she's super sweet, though. Um, anyway, so, you know, to sum it back up, if you just want to, where I think that's all the articles we have um, tonight. So hopefully, you know, some people learned a few things. Um, yeah, you know, uh, the main thing, guys, that this will play out. You know, I'm actually just waiting to see, you know, what's what's going to happen. I mean, is anybody actually, if this, if this did come out, I mean, it looks like it looks like it happened. But, you know, who who would be held accountable for it? And there needs to be, there, of course, there needs to be investigations. But if we, yeah. as we've seen before, uh, we've got woke individuals only investigating people who they want to investigate or only punishing the people that they yeah. want to punish, which... You know, what we were talking about before the show is, for example, the guy, the FBI lawyer who altered the email from MI6 that said that right. the, the Steele dossier was unreliable from an unreliable source. He altered that email to say it was reliable. And that was the whole basis for the Russia collusion uh, investigation. And the guy, the FBI lawyer who did this, he got one year of probation. He got one year of probation. Yeah. If that had been a, a Republican or a conservative person, they would have been put in jail for life. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I yeah. want my money back. I mean, you're you accusing know, someone of tens of millions spent on yeah, the investigation. Yeah, yeah, in my yeah hours of our life back, you're accusing someone of yeah. of treason. Yeah. So um, yeah. So so to wind us up, you know, the main thing is, uh, you know, we'll just keep on watching. We'll we'll keep waiting. You know, uh, take care of yourself, you know, take a nutraceuticals, um, you know, and uh, check out Matt on uh, Matt for yeah, Congress. It's uh, Matt for Congress vote. Um, we've got also with the Make Mac podcast, we've got, you know, we've got YouTube. Um, we've got we're putting these episodes up on Spotify. You know, feel free to uh, subscribe. Mm. Um, also, you know, share this with your friends. We're local. We're local people. I, don't, I think you live in the county, you know. You're Washington well, County, at least. I'm from Johnson City. Well, Daniel's from. Yeah, I'm in Carter. I'm in. Yeah, I'm in Carter you, County. Carter yeah. County. Yeah. Um, but we're still we're local. You know, we're we're trying to bring this yeah. these things to people's attention in the area. Yeah. Um, and we're you know we're not we're the more, we're doing better every every episode. We're, yeah. We're trying to get things organized. We're you know improving things. We got more equipment, more uh, more experience. We've got. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it's we, a work we, in progress. Got, yeah, we're, we're working, man, you know, and, and uh, I think it's a good thing. And I think, we're, I we're kicking this all out of our own pockets. It's not like we're, yeah. we're not getting any money for this. So, yeah, Matt, you work full-time. Yeah, you uh, are in grad school and yeah. uh, running, you know, starting a campaign. So you've yeah. got a yeah. lot going on, and you're doing a great job. Well, thank you. Um, next Wednesday, we have a, a guest uh, to discuss. Is that Natalia? Yeah, name? yeah. We're actually going to do part two of... Uh, immigration. The immigration. So we actually have a lady that immigrated from Russia, and uh, you know she's doing very well. She's doing very well. So uh, that'll be part two. And of course, she couldn't come over. Of course, like I said before, you know we had COVID here. Yeah. So we wanted to uh, wait till everybody was healthy and uh, good to I go. I want to see. I want to see. I'm going to contact um, again that the the girl that's from China. See if maybe she could be on the same time. That'd be super interesting. Yeah, it would. Um, to get an insight from China and yeah. Russia at the same so, time, have a good conversation yeah, about that. And, and guys, I can't say this enough. Get involved. 
I talk to people, and just because people have different views than you do, do not don't do not treat them badly. We're all okay. we're all like that's the I thing mean, too. You know, is... We got to be Americans first. You know what I'm saying? You know, and and you just gotta love your neighbor, man. And it's like I say, um, you know, I've said it before. I say it again, man. Conservatives, I understand. You know, you just want to. You know, everybody wants to go to work. They want to take care of their kids. You know, and and you know, live life. Man, you got to pay attention to what's going on, man. You got to pay attention to what's going on around you. I mean, yeah, and you know that's another thing is people have. People in the United States typically have life so good that they don't think that anything bad's ever going to happen. But all you have to do is look at China. All you have to do <laughs> is look at China, and you see where things can go. Yeah, and Venezuela. Venezuela, yeah. Venezuela used to have the highest GDP of any South American country. They actually, at one point, I think it was in the 50s or 40s, their GDP was higher than the United States. Yeah, well. um, And they turned it around. <laughs> and they're another eating dogs and cats. Yeah, we got a lot yeah. of Venezuelans here warning yeah. us of that very thing. Uh, the, like the number two so. or number three oil exporter in the world is yeah. uh, dirt poor. Yeah, okay. so uh, here on the McMac podcast, we're America first. Man, we, we love our neighbors. Take care of each other. That doesn't mean it doesn't don't help other people, but yeah. you got to fix your own issues before you can start helping other people. Absolutely. You know? Yep. We can help each other fix each other's problems. Yeah. <laughs> just tell her no, Sarah. Yeah. Just tell her no. All right. All right, guys. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks, guys.